Welcome to Study Abroad Stories, a podcast by the Queen's College Study Abroad Office. In this podcast, you'll hear study abroad tips and advice, as well as stories of adventure, friendship, and personal growth. Tune in to hear interviews with previous study abroad students, study abroad directors, and more. Ready to step out of your comfort zones and into the beautiful unknown? Make the world your classroom. Today I'm going to be interviewing Juliette, who studied in New York for a year through the National Student Exchange. She's going to tell us about her experience and what the National Student Exchange, or NSE, is, because not many students know about it. So, Juliette, could you introduce yourself, tell us your major, your home university? Hello, I'm Juliette Bonsi. Um, I'm a theater major, and my home university is the University of Kentucky. And could you tell us about what NSE is and why you chose to do a domestic exchange rather than an international exchange? So NSE is a program where you are able to exchange with other colleges in the United States or some colleges in Canada and then colleges in Puerto Rico or the Virgin Islands. And I decided to pick this exchange program because my mom had actually studied nationally in college for a semester and I had wanted to go to school in New York. So I thought, you know what, why don't I just try out Queens College, see how it is, see what it's about. And yeah, that's how I came to that decision. That's so amazing. Yeah, so to sum it up again, you can study in different states such as California, Florida, Hawaii, and also different places such as Canada, Puerto Rico, Guam, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. So if you're a Queens College student, this might be interesting for you. Now, Juliet's an incoming student, not an outgoing student, but it goes both ways. So students from Kentucky can come to New York as long as they're a part of the National Student Exchange. Students from New York can go to Kentucky or Michigan or any other state that has um, that is a part of the National Student Exchange. Um, and why did you choose New York? You kind of mentioned it a bit, but why New York? Well, okay. So as a child, I, I kind of grew up in several places. So my family are all from New York and I was born in Connecticut. So I grew up in Connecticut a little bit and then my family moved to Long Island. And so I went there and I grew up like going into the city and visiting my family members who live very close to the city. And so then after my parents got divorced, my brothers and I, we moved to Kentucky. So I was in between Kentucky and New York. And so every time I would visit New York, I would always go and visit my family and we do things in the city. And my dad, he loved to take us around and take us to shows and things. And I always knew like New York is where I want to be. Like I want to be as close to the city as I possibly can financially. Cause you know, it's a little expensive. Um, <laughs> so that's why I thought, okay, well this is a great opportunity because I'll be getting my in-state tuition for the university of Kentucky and also be getting to study in New York where I want to be. So I thought I'm just going to take this opportunity and I'm going to do it for as long as I can. <laughs> and that's a great point that you raised there. With the National Student Exchange, you can choose to pay your homeschool's tuition or the host school's tuition. So Juliet chose to pay her homeschool's tuition. And how did you choose the length of your stay? Because you were at Queens College for an academic year. 
So why <laughs> an academic year and not just one semester? Well, I first considered just a semester, but then I thought, you know, like when you're going to a new school and you're there for a semester, you're not really able to establish yourself there fully. You know, you kind of, you get a little taste of the school, but I feel like once you're there for a longer period of time, you get to know more about the school and be involved more. So that's why I thought, you know what, I'll do a year because I don't want to just go there for a semester and then boom, be done and be kind of sad. Like, oh, I didn't get to do this or I missed out on something because I wasn't there the whole year. So I figured an academic year would be the best solution. Um, <laughs> so as you mentioned, New York is a very expensive city to live in. Do you have any budgeting tips? Well, yes, I do. Um, <laughs> so one of the things I think that helped me a lot because, you know, anytime if you're going to be living in Queens doing an exchange, you're going to have to take the bus, you're going to have to take the train, and of course each swipe for your Metro card is 275 so there's different ways that you can do that, you know, you can get like a monthly pass or a weekly pass, it just depends on how much you're going to travel. So for me, I knew I was very inconsistent with what I was doing on a week to week basis. You know, sometimes I'd be going like five days a week out to places. And so I would need to be using my card a lot more. And then sometimes I wouldn't be going anywhere. So I pretty much would just see, okay, what am I going to do for the week? Would it make more sense financially to get a weekly pass or would it make more sense to just keep with the 275 for every swipe and just see how much I use it. So that is a good thing to do if you know you're going to be traveling a lot or if you're going to be staying in the same area for more time. Just figure that out before you make a decision on how much money you're going to spend. Um, and also a tip for like food. Um, if you haven't been to New York, they have dollar slice pizza. And I'm going to be honest with you, it is a lifesaver. Two Bros Pizza has the best dollar slice pizza. And you get yourself a nice big slice if you have just plain cheese for a dollar. And I cannot tell you how many times that saved me when I was in the city. <laughs> Those are really great tips, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's essential. <laughs> and Kentucky is obviously a very different state to New York. Yeah. So did you have any culture shock when you came here? How's New York different than Kentucky? Well, so I didn't really have too much culture shock, I think. And it's probably just because I'm used to going back and yeah. forth between Kentucky and New York for a long period of my life because of the divorce. So I was kind of more, I guess... It was easier, actually, once I got to Queens, because in Kentucky, it's really hard to get around if you don't have a car, you know, depending on where you are. Even if you're in the area where the University of Kentucky is, which is like a city, kind of, you still can't really rely on public transportation as much. So once I got here, it was a matter of me figuring out the bus and subway system and making sure... I know like the fastest routes to get to where I want to go and which 
route will take me where I want to be. So it wasn't too much of a culture shock, except for I think transportation was a lot simpler for me, surprisingly. But I was just thinking, you know, I can get to where I need to go and I don't have to wait for an Uber. I don't have to be like, look, I don't have a car. I need to get a ride from someone. So that was pretty great. (laughs) And did you have stereotypes of New Yorkers before coming here? Of course, you were already back and forth between Kentucky and New York, but... Yeah. Are there any stereotypes? So when I live in Kentucky, people would tell me like, oh, New Yorkers are mean or like, you know, people in New York are rude and stuff. And I always knew that wasn't true because, you know, there's going to be mean people and nice people everywhere. There's rude people and there's not rude people. So then when I came here, I think some of the other national students had perceptions of like oh I thought I remember someone saying like oh I thought you know New Yorkers were going to be really rude or something and everybody I've met is so nice and I'm like yeah you know that's that's kind of how we are like you're going to encounter people who are not looking to stop and talk because that's the thing in New York people are always going somewhere and they have their mind focused on where they're going So when people think like, oh, maybe that person is rude, it's like, no, someone's just laser focused on where they need to go. And if you try to stop them and ask them for directions or something, usually people would be helpful. But some people are just like, oh, sorry, can't talk. Like, I got to go somewhere. But yeah, so I didn't really encounter too many stereotypes or anything of New Yorkers. But um If anything, it proves even more so that I don't think New Yorkers are rude at all. I think they're great people. (laughs) I agree with you. Um, Actually, I think that people are usually surprised by how nice New Yorkers are, especially our international students. Mm -hmm. Like some of them say they were scared to come here because they heard that New Yorkers were mean, but that actually they came here and they thought they were super nice and helpful. Now, were you surprised about the student life at Queens College in terms of how much interaction you had with our international exchange students? I actually was because before coming here, I wasn't really sure as to what the dynamic was and how everything would work. But when I found out that we got to be doing these events with the exchange students from foreign countries, I was so excited because a lot of my friends in high school were international students for like a semester or a year. And so I love international students and I love learning about different cultures and how things are in foreign countries. So I was so excited, like, yes, I get to meet international students. This is awesome. Yeah, and the events she's talking about, we have events for national student, national exchange students and events for international exchange students, but then we also have combined events And I'd say most of our events are combined. There are just a few that aren't combined. Do you agree? Yeah, I think the only one that wasn't combined was the Central Park Day, which was for the international students. But pretty much everything else was combined. Like we had the Halloween potluck and we had the Thanksgiving lunch and then we had the bowling day which is really fun so there's just a lot of opportunities where you get to meet national and international students and I think it's really great that you guys do that because you know it's important to broaden your horizons any way you can and if you're in a new city doing an exchange and you can be friends with people from all over the world like why not 
Yeah. And so what was the difference for you between friendship in Kentucky and friendship at Queens College? Well, for me, I actually, I feel like it was easier to make friends at Queens College than it was in Kentucky. And it's partially because it's two very different places. You know, a lot of people who go to the University of Kentucky are either coming from Kentucky or they're coming from different southern states. And for me, I mean, I wasn't really raised in a southern household, you know, like my family was transplanted from New York to Kentucky. So I have a different mindset than a lot of people do there. So it was harder for me to find groups where I fit in. But when I got to Queens College, I felt more like people were just a lot more accepting of me and people, you know, I could be friends with whoever and it didn't seem like there were too many cliques. Like, yeah, there are the frats and the sororities that kind of hang out together, but I, it didn't feel like too much of a clicky school for me. I felt like it was easy to get along with anybody. Oh, that's amazing. And what was your relationship like with other exchange students, both national and international? Oh, it was great. You know, I'm, I'm just so happy that I got to meet international students because I was really great friends with a lot of international students, like some people from Korea, from Spain. And those are people I'm still in contact with right now, especially through all this coronavirus. You know, we still keep in touch. We still message each other or FaceTime each other. And I was considering doing an exchange program in Italy next summer, Corona permitting. And one of my friends from Spain, she was like, if you do that program, 100% let me know and I will come visit you. And I thought, this is awesome. Like, I'll be able to see my friends there and I'll have new friends too. So, you know, it's been awesome being able to make so many friends from so many different places. So not only did you make friends from Queens College, you also made international friends that you can go visit for free and who can show you around and exactly. how you can travel with. <laughs> People who are like, come stay on my couch. And I'll be like, absolutely. <laughs> did studying at Queens College affect your studies, like your major or your career choice in any way? Okay, absolutely. And this is really interesting because I'm a theater major. And so I started off wanting to do more performance things. And when I was at the University of Kentucky, I mainly did like acting classes and things that taught me a lot about performing. And so I had always wanted to do playwriting because I have loved writing since I was little. I used to want to be an author, still do. Um, <laughs> but so then I thought when I got here, I really want to take a playwriting class. Like I want to try playwriting or screenwriting and I couldn't get into the screenwriting class. So I ended up taking a playwriting class. And once I started taking that class, I was like, oh my God, I want to do this. And I was very fortunate enough that after that class, my professor recommended me to the advanced playwriting class, which is also a graduate degree level class. So I was able to learn from people who've been doing playwriting for a long time and just get a lot of feedback on things I was working on. And then I also submitted um, one of my plays for the CUNY Theater Festival, which was a part of that before, and it was literally the weekend before the coronavirus shut down everything in New York and the theater festival was able to happen. So I was really excited. You but, left out with that. 
Yeah, it was it was just awesome, you know, because I didn't really see that becoming such a big thing I'd be interested in doing with my life. But now I'm like, you know, I feel like I have more of a direction as to where I want to go career wise. And I'm just really happy that I decided to take that class at Queens College, because if I didn't, if I had taken it at my old school, for example, I might have not been as interested in it because it all comes down to like the people who are teaching it and the people who are in the class with you, I think. So, yeah, it was it was just a very good stroke of luck. <laughs> it's just amazing how one little thing like that one class you took could change the direction of your future. Oh, absolutely. And I didn't even expect that, too, which is so funny. I was just thinking, you know what? I like performing. I like theater. I like writing. So let's just see if we can combine them. And then I was like, oh, my God, I love this. (laughs) How do you feel that you've grown through your time in New York? Well, I feel like I've done so much growth in this past, like, year than I have in my two years at UK. And in so many different ways, I feel like, because I'm a naturally outgoing person, but I feel like I'm even more outgoing and I'm more likely to just talk to anybody if I have a question about something or if I want to get to know someone. And I also feel like I'm more, I believe in myself more because I understand, you know what, I can literally do anything if I can come to this city and live in a place that I haven't lived in before, because I've never lived in Queens before. I don't know anything about Queens, except I had family who lived here years ago, like before I was born. So I'm like, you know what? I don't know anything about it. Let's come here and I can literally just build a life from nothing. Then I can do whatever it is I want (laughs) in life. That's so inspiring. And um, what was your favorite thing about participating in NSC? Oh, oh my gosh. There were so many favorite things for me but I think the best thing was just meeting people and deciding to like not tell myself no because one of the things I always would do you know I grew up in a family we don't have a ton of money so money is constantly on my mind about things and I had told myself before like you know, you can apply to go to school in New York, but you can't actually go there because you won't be able to afford it. And so I was just happy that with this program, I didn't tell myself no. I was like, you know what? It's time to stop that. We're going to try this. If it sucks, it sucks. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But none of that happened. And I came out a better person than I came into the program with. So... (laughs) Wow, so you believed in yourself more, and that made all the I difference. Did. Yeah, absolutely. And I realized that, you know, uh, money shouldn't be a factor of, like, deciding what makes you happy in life, because money is something that will always come to you, but your time is something that's not going to come back. So if there's something that you really, really want to do right now, And you just, you have to jump for it. Just do it. Just go for it. Because you know what? Your money will come back. Maybe you'll be broke for like two months or something. But you know what? You did something and you really wanted to do it. And you tried and it was amazing. So you'll find a way if you really want to do something. Definitely. And people who study abroad, and I know this is a domestic exchange, but... It's been proven that people who study abroad during 
their um, bachelor's degree are more likely to study to travel afterwards because other oh, people yeah. keep saying, oh, I'll do that later, I'll do that later. What advice do you have for people who are considering participating in the National Student Exchange but are hesitant? Well, my advice to you is, you know, just do it because there's a lot of different reasons as to why you could tell yourself, like, you don't want to do this. For instance, it could be financially or it could be because maybe you feel like, oh, I shouldn't be doing it nationally. I should do something internationally like that would be better for me. But Either way, if you choose to be an exchange student, no matter if it's internationally or nationally, you are going to learn so much about yourself, about other people, about what you want in life. And it's just a really great once in a lifetime experience that you aren't going to get when you're out of school. Like, you know, once you if you get some kind of job and you have to stay in a place, you can't just decide, oh, I'm going to leave for six months and then come back, you know. So this is something that you should definitely take advantage of if you're able to. And like Blanche had said earlier, you can choose to pay your home university's tuition or the tuition at the university you're exchanging to. So either one of those is going to be pretty cheap. I know it was for me. And yeah, you'll you'll be able to just have the time of your life. So I highly recommend it. 11 out of 10. <laughs> Thanks so much. And just to specify that choosing which tuition you pay is specifically for NSC, that's not for international exchange. Yeah. Um, thanks yeah. so much, Julia. If you want to hear more about NSC, go to qc.cuny.edu slash study abroad and click on the link for NSC. Bye. To see our students' beautiful travel pictures, follow us on Instagram at QC Travels. Like our podcast? Consider leaving us a rating. Visit our website qc.cuny.edu slash study abroad to find out more about our programs.